What's going on, world? What's happening? Casey Vibe back once again for yet another podcast. It's that time of the week to sit back and tune in to what we have to say. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and enjoy all the fun topics we got lined up for today. Yeah, yeah. So just go ahead and sit back, get something to drink, get something to eat. Turn your headphones up. Turn them up, turn them up. Listen to this short musical introduction. Oh, oh, never mind. I go switched ahead. the words up. Introduction, go ahead. <laughs> introduction, and we'll be back with y'all in about 15 seconds. And just like that, we are back. Like we never left. So, we have been doing this podcast, this is what, episode 14? One four, yeah, 14 for this your haters. Is episode 14, and funny thing is, just last week, we just celebrated our 14-year wedding anniversary. Yeah! Been married for 14 years 14 now, 14 years. years. And we were sitting back thinking, and we are like, you know, one thing we have not discussed, like, into details on our podcast is our kids. Yeah. There's a lot of them. Yes, a whole lot of them. All of ours. Same mama, same daddy. Mm-hmm. For those out there wondering, same mama, same daddy. There are five. Ask the pappy. Yeah, he's the pappy. There's, I'm the pappy. there's five of them in total. Yep. We got two girls. I mean, two boys, three See, girls. Look, you don't forget <laughs> what gender our kids are. We got two boys, three girls. Um, yeah. I guess to get to our children, let's discuss us when we were kids. Yeah. So, growing up, what was your household? How were you raised? I was beat. Right. <laughs> nah, for real, though. I was raised in a tough household, man. You know, discipline was was a big deal in my household. If uh, you did the wrong thing or if you were not doing right, uh, you were going to get disciplined. If you didn't do your chores, you're going to get disciplined. If you talk back to the parents, you're going to get disciplined. So, I mean, and religion, my parents were religious, like, faithfully. We was in church every Monday, Wednesday, and Sunday. Was it Monday, sorry, Monday, Thursdays, and Sunday. We used to drive all the way to College Park, Georgia, to go to World Changers. And let me tell you, we couldn't watch BET in my house. None of that. None of that. So, it was, it was kind of tough for me growing up a little bit. You know, I couldn't go to parties and nothing like that. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't always it wasn't always easy, but I made it. So would you say your mother or your father was more tough on you? Well, my real dad was not in my life like that, but I did have a stepfather, you know, and the dude was pretty daggum tough, man. You know, he uh. Had a no no bullshit mentality, and if it wasn't his way, it was the highway. So that's that's what it was. I mean, my my mother, she just kind of fell in line with whatever he did. So whatever he decision that he made, she said he was the head of the household. That was the law. So if you come abide by that law, either you gonna get I ain't, well, I ain't gonna say beat, but you gonna get disciplined or you gonna go ahead and head out, so that's that's what it was. I'll say my household was a 
We didn't get beat. Y'all was spoiled. I'm not gonna say we're spoiled. We yes, didn't get I beat. Will. We we weren't spoiled. We were very well taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, both my parents, you know, been together for thirty some odd years. So, yeah. uh, I grew up with both my parents. They were strict. Mm-hmm. They were strict. Um, when I was younger, I used to think they were too strict. They were very, very, very strict with me. But as I got older and I had my own kids, I kind of peeped game and saw why, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, very religious household as well. Like, both of my parents, we not only went to church, they were very active in the church. So my mother was an evangelist. My dad's a minister of music. We were in church. So we were in church a lot. Yeah, I know. Revivals and everything. We're we're in church. Uh to the point that <laughs> when we first got together, my dad actually got you to come in and play in the church too. Yeah. So I had he... to come play the drums <laughs> and stuff. So you um you kinda fell in line with that. But yeah, my my household was strict, but it wasn't strict to the point where we were getting beat and all that other stuff. Nah, it it wasn't like that. So flash forward to us. So our first kid. Let's discuss our first kid. Yeah. Our it was was it June? What? July. Was it June? It was July. Mm-hmm. July, yeah. It was July. And um we had to I had to go to the doctor and get some tests cuz I had been having, you know, some Stomach pains, and I thought the stomach pains came from, um, I used to play softball, and I was actually, I was hit in the stomach by, like, a Samoan pitcher. Mm-hmm. So I thought some damage was done. So they are like, okay, we'll get you an x-ray, look at everything, and uh, before you get the x-ray, I have to do a pregnancy test. So uh, they are like, we'll give you a pregnancy test, then you come back, figure out what's going on from there, and then we'll get your, your x-ray ordered. I said, okay, cool. So I left out. Uh, they called me back, said, hey, can you come into the office? Now, the night before that, we were at the... The fest. The German-American fest. <laughs> we were very, very lit. Yep. Riding roller coasters, just yeah. doing the Superman, Soldier Boy, drinking, all that. Drinking, drinking, drinks, all that. It know. was it was a time. So he called me into the office and was like, hey... Just sit down for a second, and when I tell you, it's like the movies when everything disappears and you just zoom in on one thing. Mm-hmm. And I looked at his screen, and it was like a giant P. Yep. And I zoned out. I didn't hear nothing he was saying. I just zoned out. So when I left the doctors, I called Chad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> I just left the doctor, and they're like, oh, did, did he do the x-ray, what they say, and all that? I was like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> and yeah. what did you say? I forgot what I said. I said you ain't forget nah, what you nah. said. What did you say? <laughs> I said, for real, baby? Said, that is not what you said. Let's, let's like, tell me that. When I told you I was pregnant, <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> you gonna really make me say that? What, what did you say? I said, <laughs> I said, is it mine? <laughs> So I'm over here like, no, it's the doctors. Yes, it's yours. You're the only one I've been with. So we, um, oh, that, was, that was a conversation right there. <laughs> I'm glad I told him over the phone because had hey, we been face to face, I probably would have hit him. 
Hey, look, I mean, let me tell you, man. I was a young cat, man, you know. I mean, I didn't know. I ain't know no better. I ain't never had no baby before. I ain't know what to say. Oh, and I done had one before? I mean, I was just saying. I, I didn't know what to say. It just, you know. Anyway, so <laughs> that, that was our first and ended up being a boy. Wait, wait a minute. This, this, hold on. Didn't somebody that knew your mama phone out you were pregnant before your mama phone out you were pregnant? No. I thought one of the ladies in Germany that knew your mama. Nope. Oh, I thought you just you said something about that one Mm-mm. time. When I told my mother that I was pregnant, I was terrified to tell her I was pregnant. So I waited until lunch hour on post and went to the food court. And if you know the food court on post, it'd be crowded because everyone, all the soldiers, everybody go to lunch at the same time. So I, I waited until we were at the food court to tell her that I was pregnant. And she, she was like, I knew. So something in her told her that I was it's, pregnant. That's that mother's I was, intuition. I was terrified, bro. And here I was. I was grown, engaged to be married. I was out of school. But I was still nervous as all get out. That's that fear that I had. <laughs> yep. But um, ended up being being a boy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got to keep going too quick. I'm not going when, too. We only got on. 30 minutes. I, we I got that, five kids. How long? I thought that we went to your mother's house and told them together. That was Camoria. Oh, I thought that was. That was Camoria. I specifically remember your dad saying, I'll tell you what, y'all ain't got to worry about that. That's Camoria. That was Camoria. That was the second one because my dad was in the bathroom. I waited till he went to the bathroom and I took the pregnancy test results and I slid it under the door. Now you skipping kids. Okay, well, my bad. My bad. So, our firstborn, Chad, uh-huh. missed the whole pregnancy. He was deployed. Yeah. He came back when I was a week and a half. Yeah. She, look, I'm going to tell you. She, when he left, I was <laughs> three months pregnant. Yeah. I still had my four-pack, still look good. When she he came back, <laughs> I was... Full term. Like a different person. I was like, what? What happened? Good night. Had grew a whole (laughs) daggone baby. And he was there for the birth. He uh, left again, came back when Rick was three months. Yeah, about three months. Yep. Because when Rick was four months, we found out we were pregnant with Camoria. Yep. That shocked the heck out of us. And once again, my husband had something stupid to say. So when he found out we were what pregnant with Camoria, she did. That? You said, how that happened? <laughs> because it happened so quick. I was like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> so along came Camoria. And Camoria, um, they actually tried to get us to abort the pregnancy with Camoria. They said there was some issues and we're in Germany. They're like, you know, Americans, like perfect children and all that. And there's going to be something wrong with her. But uh, that's a whole story. Yeah. It's a whole story. So after we we left that appointment, we were on our way home. And Chad got a phone call that one of his battle buddies had just lost their uh, their daughter. Yeah. Who was a newborn from uh, SIDS. Yeah. And we took that as a sign. We're like, nah, we're going to have this baby. Mm -hmm. So that was Camoria. And then when we had Camoria, Camoria was up about four and a half, five months old. Found out we were pregnant with Azaria. Yep. That's when when we came back to the States. Yeah. We're in Kentucky. Um, 
had the Zarya. So that was stair steppers. If y'all not paying attention, that's three. Three in the, 2009, the back, the back. 2010, 2011. Three peak. Um, after I had Azaria, Chad deployed for the whole almost first year of Azaria's life. Mm-hmm. He was gone. Then he came back. Um, yeah. And we had a nice little break. Yeah, I had got yeah. The, yeah. the next one I put in. Yeah. So baby number four then come along to almost four years later yep. in 2015. And then two years after that, uh, AJ came along. Yep. That's the baby. That's the, the last, baby. One. last one. That's the last one. That's it, y'all. That's the final player. <laughs> That's the final player. Came That's all started five right now. 2017. So now that you guys are all caught up, in case you haven't been taking notes, that's five kids between the years of 2009 and 2017. Yep. Five totally different children. Different personalities, man. Totally different children. Like, I used to think people were playing when they said that each kid is different. Mm-hmm. But, bro, all five of our kids are totally different mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely bonkers. Yo, different, different, like different personalities ain't now one on the same. They they look alike, but that's about it. You know, they all siblings, but they they act totally different. Our oldest is calm. He just want to play the video games. <laughs> He's a very athletic kid. Yeah. When he put his mind to it, yep. but he just wants to play video games all the time. Compared to our youngest son, who doesn't sit still. Nah, that boy all over the place. Yeah, we got our second born who she's just in her own world. She is her cell phone, her AirPods, yep. making TikToks, listening yep. to music. And she's talented, though. Like, she could draw. Yep, plays uh, yep. the clarinet. Then we got number three, who is my, my third, who is a direct middle kid. So she got two ahead of her, two behind. Mm-hmm. She's my most responsible kid. Very responsible. She is the one that if... I go anywhere, she's the one I'm like, hey, I need you to do this. I need you to watch this. She is our most responsible kid, which yeah. is funny because you know how the saying goes, the oldest kid is usually the third parent. Yeah. Nah. It's nah. Like my third kid it is, is the, the third, third parent. parent. <laughs> she's yeah. the most responsible one. And then Victoria, she just. She freelancing. Tink is just in her own world. Yeah. Just yeah. in her own world. Like I said, then you got AJ who's like, um. What's the little boy from the Wild Thornberries? Was Donnie? Da- da- Donnie, yeah. <laughs> Donnie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like Donnie from the Wild Thornberries. Now, so with five different kids and five different personalities, there's oftentimes five different ways of parenting. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So we both agreed that our kids would not get beat. Yeah, we, we agreed. Yep. Took, took a lot not. of, took a lot. Look, I, I I'm not I ain't gonna say beat, but I'm gonna say discipline. You know, I mean the way that I was disciplined, this was the way that I thought it was supposed to be. You know, until I found out that was not the way it's supposed to be. And, and then, so, like the way I was disciplined, yeah, it's similar to the way that we discipline our kids now. Yeah, like with our kids, our oldest, right? Shoot, our oldest three. Mm-hmm. Only thing you gotta do is be like, give me your phone. Yep. Or give me your controller. Yep. 
And this World War Three, you would have thought we asked them to go outside, pick a switch, turn around, take your drawers off. You would have yep. thought they got beat because it's World War Three. Yep. It's like, oh no, not my phone. So that's similar to the way that I was disciplined. Because mm-hmm. when I was younger, my phone, I loved my phone. So when I got in trouble, my mom was like, "Give me your phone." And it was like, "Oh no, not my phone. It's my, that's my second heartbeat." Yeah. But uh, it works. Yeah. It so did. I guess the thing is, you gotta you gotta get what what works for you. Now, our, are our children angels that we never have to yell at? Heck, nah. No way. I mean, we can we can give y'all some stories on our kids that'll have you like, what in the world? How are they still living? Shoot, just a couple weeks ago, my my daughter sent out a mass text messages to a bunch of people in her class, inviting them over to a house party that I didn't even know where happened. Yeah, I'm that? telling you, yeah, that was on the Fourth of July, Bruh. So she didn't invite everyone out to a pool party, <laughs> and I'm like, don't you ever give out my address to nobody, but. It's, it's totally different personality, so we have to parent them totally different mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to get your opinion on something, because I read this the other day online. So it says, mom's friend discussed it after she tells husband to save her life over the babies during birth. For the most part, preparing for a new baby can be exciting can be an exciting time for expecting parents. However, it also raises some scary scenarios and questions that parents need to be prepared for. One mom recently shared her experience on Reddit after her friends were disgusted when she said she wanted her husband to save her life over the babies. What are your thoughts on that? Now, society will tell you, look, Save your wife. Save your wife. But in my opinion, I mean, I would have to respect my wife's wishes. Now, I would rather, I ain't going to say rather, but something would tell me to save the baby's life first because that baby at least is given the opportunity to live a life. And what have I always said? We've discussed yeah, this five we have different discussed times. This already. Get that baby. I mean, the baby get an opportunity to live his life. Right. You know. I mean, because the parent don't live their, their life. At exactly. least most of their life already. But if my wife was like, "Hey, I want you to save me instead of the baby," I would respect your wishes and be like, "Hey, look. Okay. Well, I'd rather save my wife. You know, because of the fact that she is my life partner. And on top of that, I have to put my wife first. So I would have to respect your wishes regardless of which way you want to go with that. And I think, yeah, we've had this conversation, like I said, five times before. And I then had to break down and explain different scenarios to you because you didn't used to think like that. I didn't used to think like that, no. You used to be like, heck no, I'm saving you. Yeah. Especially like our first couple. You're like, no, I'm saving you. But me, I've always been a type where it's like, Give my babies the opportunity to grow up and make a name for themselves. Yep. Yeah, and I, you know, it took a lot of soul searching at first. Then I began to realize, especially at, when we had the kids and stuff, like, man, I mean, they they own individual person. And they, they deserve to live, too. So, right. you know, after we had our son, that, that would really open my eyes. I'm like, okay, well, something would have happened, you know, he wouldn't have got the opportunity to even be around. And 
breathe fresh air and be an athlete and and go to school and enjoy the experiences that life gives you. Right. And at the end of the day, when it comes to parenting, it's like a it's a flip of a coin, right? So you parent these kids. You you cater to them. You grow up with your kids. I'm going to say that. I grew up with my kids. Because yeah. my kids are what started showing me different aspects of the world that I really didn't see before I had children. But it's a flip of a coin. It is. You either raising the next president of the United States or the next mass serial killer. <laughs> yeah. You never know what you're getting. <laughs> you don't. You, know? you really don't. The only thing you can do is, you know, try your best to raise exactly. your kids. What's hard is in today's society, we've had to look at so many different aspects when it comes to raising our children. We have two sons mm-hmm. that we are raising in a world that one day our baby boys are going to be grown black men yeah. in the world. Same thing with our daughters. Yeah. One day our little princesses are going to be grown black women in society. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's scary as hell. I ain't trying to think about that right now. Yeah, it's it's scary as hell, but the only thing we can do is do what we can yeah. to push them in the right direction and hope they go that way. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's, that's the honest to God truth, man, because it's scary, man, because I already know. I mean, we ain't, we ain't got no ugly kids, you know. And I already know dudes going to be trying to peep out my daughter, man. And I don't know what I'm going to do yet. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, she talking about, she ever come up? Yeah, dad, I got a boyfriend. Man, you know what? But, whoo, I'm going to be ready. That's all I got to say. I'm going to be ready. You ain't going to be ready. Be ready like Freddie. You ain't going to be ready. (laughs) But there is also, I look at it like this. Yeah. My children, how can I explain? Children Mm. are like the gift that you never knew you needed. True enough. Does that make sense? True enough. Like before, when it was just us, for the short time that it was just us, (laughs) when it was just us, you know, I was like, yeah, I want to be a mother one day. But it wasn't like the way that I feel now. And I tell people all the time, you never know that true feeling of motherhood, that true feeling of a mother's love until the day you push that baby out. And then your whole life changes. Like your whole life changes. It's the same way with us too, man. Being being a father, I mean, because I was reckless back in the day. <laughs> I was a little reckless, you know, and I used to make dumb decisions and do stupid stuff, like 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 any any young man does, you know. But after my, I seen after my son was born, man, I was like, you know what? I gotta think. <laughs> I gotta think twice about some certain decisions I make. I mean, because I gotta be a role model to this kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to set an example for, to this kid. And and when my daughter was born, it, it made it even higher. A higher. I had to hold myself to an even higher standard because I'm like, I got to be an example for of her, for her too because I don't be a role model for what she wants in the future. Which brings us to the relationship part of our podcast because, you know, we always got to bring it back to our relationship. 
your marriage, your relationship, whether you a husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 boyfriend, boyfriend, husband, husband, wife, wife. I'm trying to cover every aspect yeah. here. Alien. You have to be an example for your kids. Because either way, whether good or bad, you're going to be an example. Of course. You, of course. You're either about to show this kid the positive, what you should be as a significant other, or you're going to show this kid the negative, what you shouldn't be as a significant other, but you're going to program that child to know the difference between the two. Absolutely. If you getting beat by your significant other, that's something your kid's watching. That's something your kid is taking in. You know? Absolutely. With us, we strive to, number one thing, what we always say, you always got to date your spouse, right? Yeah. Our kids see us do date nights. Yep. Our kids see us chilling and relaxing. They see us still cuddling. They see us still joking. They see us still playing. There was a time that we did argue, and yeah. we used to argue in front of our kids. Yeah. And we saw the way that it trickled down. It was like a mirror image. And we slowly started seeing, like, their mannerisms, the way they handle certain things, the way they argue with each other. Yeah. It was like, dang. And that was a wake-up call. So now we try not to argue in front of the kids as much. Do we still argue? Heck, yeah. I don't ever want you guys to listen to a podcast and be like, oh, y'all goals, y'all never argue. No. We do argue. We argue. <laughs> Trust me, we argue. There's times that I want to put a pillow over his head while he's sleeping. And Dang. I'm pretty sure he wants to do the same thing to me at times. I ain't going to do that to you, no. But <laughs> there's, there's a time and a place. Yeah. With the role models that you are being for your, your children, you guys cannot forget each other in that as well. Which is why we still choose to do date nights. Which is why we still choose days where it's just me and him cuddling. We spend a lot of time with our kids. We take our kids places. We take them on vacations. We take them everywhere because our goal in life is to give our kids like so much experience give our kids so many memories and stuff that when dudes and females come around in the future that basic ish stuff yeah. ain't gonna work well, you ain't showing me nothing new homie right you ain't you ain't finna take me nowhere basic and me be like oh yeah this is it right here no our kids are gonna have experiences where they're like oh yeah we did that oh yeah that was nice oh you want to go do that again which is oh our son our son told my husband the other day. So, Chad, what were we doing? I'm trying to recall. When he said he going to take his girlfriend to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said, nah, we was, finna, we was going out to uh, the melting pot, remember? Yes. He was like, I'm going to just take my girlfriend to McDonald's. <laughs> I was like, boy, if you don't get your life together. And, and mind you now, I'm, I'm just going to put this on the table. Our kids' favorite restaurant is the Cheesecake Factory. And Olive Garden. They like you Olive know, Garden. So, to you future dudes out here listening, my kids, my daughters ain't going to be impressed by no Cheesecake Factory, home. From the McDonald's. Exactly. But this is the thing. I'm not raising bougie people either. Like, they're going to be appreciative. 
<laughs> but no man no. Like, <laughs> but me and child, we like I said, they see the love in our relationship. Yeah. They see the the care in our relationship. I want to go back to what you said. I know we run out of time. I want to go back to what you said about being a good example and a bad example, and how that can reflect on that kid or mm-hmm. whatever. See, I'm gonna tell you one of my biggest motivations. My biggest motivation was to be the absolute opposite of what I was raised. Mm-hmm. I was not raised in my mom. She got married later on down the line, but she ended up getting divorced. My goal was to always be a big, happy family, to always have a home, a secure place for my kids, and for my kids to say, "Hey, I was raised in a structured environment." My mom and dad were together. They loved each other. We was all raised on the wrong roof. We grew up in a house together. That's what I wanted. And that's a dream of mine that I'm living today. So the negativity that was in my life as a kid, I used that as positive reinforcement for my future. So, you know, that played a factor. Playing devil's advocate, though, there are some people out there who are so caught up in wanting all of their kids to have the same father or wanting to be under the same roof or all that, that they are stuck in a toxic situation. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Like, they they are stuck in a toxic situation, and they think that they're doing their children a favor. Yeah, that's, that's, that's very true. And, you know, one advice my mother gave me, I'll never forget. My mother was like, she rather me come home from a broken relationship than to come home in a body bag. Of course, now, now you know that. And that's right. something right there is something that stuck with me because people get so caught up in being in a relationship with these people because we already got a kid together. I want all my kids yeah. to have the same father. Yeah. Uh, we already got a kid together. I want to be together. I want to live under the same roof. And it's sad because more and more and more and more often, like especially lately, yeah. there's been so many females who them been murdered mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. or what's the nurse the car accident that yeah, just happened yeah, that you know nurse, she yeah, she gets drunk gets into an argument with her boyfriend and now she's been taking the life of Six not feet. only a mother a mother that was pregnant with a baby mm. who already had a one-year-old baby who was going to an appointment with her boyfriend who was the father of those children so you just ruined a whole family, family because you're in man. a toxic situation Golly, man. Yeah. So, children can be the joys of your life. Our kids are. Our kids are our everything. If you know us, you know us as hashtag Team Martin. Yep. We're always going somewhere. We're always doing something. Our kids are always the center of everything that we do. But if Chad and I were not in a good place... I will have to be woman enough to walk away because I cannot raise children thinking it's okay for your significant other to be reckless. Of course, it's definitely not. And that's hard as heck for people to walk away from, yeah. but it's, it's things that have to be done. You know, you, you have to do that. And man, we have to do the same thing. If you know you ain't right, you know you ain't right. Don't try to hold on to that woman. Don't try to, you know what I'm saying? 
we gonna talk about yeah, this we'll, in we'll another. Get there. No, we'll look, get we there. gonna talk about this in another podcast because it's funny you said that because I just read online. Yeah. And uh, Tiana just sent me a text message a couple weeks ago. It was like nobody ever talks about the toxicity of a female. Like you always hear about toxic men and yeah. everything a toxic man does in the relationship. Yeah. But people really don't shed light on the toxicness of females. Yeah. Out there in the world. And I didn't see a lot some of toxic, toxic females. females. I, I, I've experienced some toxic females right. before. We're going we to talk <laughs> about that. Look, we always say we're going to talk about something yeah. in the next podcast. That's going to be our next topic. All right. Our, our next topic, episode 15, is going to be toxic toxic A females. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're just going to focus on the females? Toxic A. We can focus on dudes. Yeah, we can do we, a whole two podcasts on, on dudes. Yeah. But we're going to talk about toxic <laughs> females in the next podcast. But with that being said, once again, we appreciate you guys coming, kicking it with yeah. us, uh, learning a little bit about our kids, learning a little bit about how we parent, yep. about how we are bought up, yep, about our history, yep, our, a little bit of our history, a little bit of nuggets mm-hmm. out there that we dropped. Um, if you have any questions, come on, we're looking for a podcast topics. Yeah, if you got any topics. Reach out to us, askkcvibe at gmail.com. You can remain anonymous. I don't have to say your name. If you know me personally, feel free to shoot me a text message. Hit me up on Facebook, Instagram. You know where to find me, the real underscore knockout. That's D-A-R-E-A-L underscore knockout. I'm also available on TikTok. That's A-O underscore K-O and the number two. That's A-Y-O underscore K-A-Y-O and the number two. We are Vibe. On YouTube and KC Vibe on Facebook. And if you're looking for us on Instagram, we're KC underscore Vibe Podcast. That's KC underscore Vibe Podcast. We are open for suggestions, comments, concerns, topic ideas, whatever you have. Feel free to reach out to us. Chad, you got your stuff? Yeah, yeah. If you know me personally, you know you can hit me up on my... T- Never mind. I'm an introvert. So... <laughs> Nah, I'm an introvert, so I don't know nobody like that. But feel free to find me on social media, uh, on TikTok at martinmar86. That's M A R T I, uh, M A R eight six. Also on uh, what's the other one? Instagram, Instagram, martinmar86, M A R T I M A R eight six. Hit me up and look, y'all listening, man, but. Subscribe, hit that subscribe button, man. You know, leave a comment, like, you know, do whatever. You know, you don't like what we doing? Yeah, leave a comment too. I mean, hey, you like what we doing? Leave, leave a, a comment, comment share. too. Share exactly. Share, share, share with your mom, your auntie, your cousin, your auntie, your your other auntie on the other side with your other cousin. All, hey, them, all them folk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> beat pop, beat pop, uh, me pop, papa, juju, whoever. You know what I'm saying? As so. usual, you guys, we appreciate you. And uh, everything you do. Thanks for <laughs> tuning in with us week after week after week after week. Uh, if you ain't got nothing else to add. That's all I got. All right. Well, as usual, I'm the K. And your boy here to see. Thanks for vibing with us. Bye. 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 Bye.